0: Hi everyone, this is Katie from Maximum Edge, a community interest company based in the UK aimed at strengthening communities and the individuals within them. You can find us on the internet www.maximumedge.org.uk We're also on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes and Udemy. Welcome to this podcast from Maximum Edge. It'll be useful while you're listening to this podcast if you've got a pen and paper handy or a notebook or a mood diary that you keep. There'll be opportunities to pause the podcast and and create your own notes, as well as do some reflection on any of the lists or the instructions that will be given throughout. Hope you enjoy the podcast and hope you get a lot out of the reflective notes that that you'll create. This podcast will explore the processes of managing change and use some examples around different scenarios. There are different types of change that you'll go through in your life, Here's just a couple that we've thought about. Children leaving home, deciding to leave a job, getting married, growing older, coping with an illness, having a new boss, moving house. Starting a new job. Splitting up from a partner. Having children. Getting a promotion. Adapting to new and different technologies. Becoming more assertive. And losing someone close to you. They will all be part of a a stage in your life and they'll come at different times there's a practical process for managing change at different stages and different academic areas will have different titles for these we're looking at probably we'll explore nine for the purpose of this podcast so stage one is the awareness that you want to make a change or change is happening Sometimes awareness is gradual, for example, if you feel that you're not happy in a job or a relationship. You may become bored through lack of challenge or attention, or you might just realise that there's no future in the situation for you. At other times, the change might be inevitable. Ageing, or moving to, an audit, moving to a new company, if it goes bust, or an accident that you're not in control of. It might be a habit you want to change, such as unhealthy eating. So stage one is so important in regards to raising your own awareness of where you want to make that change. Stage two is accepting responsibility. So you're responsible for managing the changes in your life. Acknowledge that, that a change is needed and it needs to happen. It may be closer to you like a relationship, to become more independent, or it could be just to be assertive, more assertive. Stage three, what might hinder in these changes? There's so many areas why people don't change. So it's a good idea to just think about this area. Stage four, what will help make the change? What's gonna support you? Are you motivated? Who will support you? Have you got people around you on the same on the same level, really, of belief? And what are them be the benefits to you, or the benefits to the others? Stage five are, are the ideas and options to enable you to make changes. Usually, it's these are taken by making lists, different options, mind mapping, speaking with friends, doing some formal consultation sometimes with mentors at work but always there's a writing down process and no matter how silly this seems it's a good way of getting your thoughts down on paper so that you've got a starting point. So the ideas and the options are so important and this leads into creating a plan and to manage them. A plan is, is simple or it can be complex depending on the area. Just think about your actions that you want to take. Is there a natural chronological order that you're going to use it with? And can you break those actions down step by step and evaluate each process? Just so that you know when you're achieving or if you've hit any barriers. Make sure it's realistic and achievable. And it'll build confidence in your own ability. Stage seven really is the state you're going to gain by completing the plan and I think a lot of this is knowing the benefits why are you going to make the change understand the benefits of it and that's what motivation carries on in moments of weakness it's a good reflective tool as well so that you remind yourself about the benefits carrying out the plan can be a ver- sometimes a very emotional experience. But as long as you've set out, set out your plan with achievable steps and you know when you're achieving these small steps, you're not going to fall behind and let the, let the situation take control of you. Reviewing is absolutely essential in this process. So when you look at the plans and the lists and everything that you've done around wanting to make a change. Usually, you're sitting down planning and then you'll go through the experiential phase. You need to set intervals of reflection so that you know how you're progressing. Your plan may change halfway through and that's fine. You might have other areas in your life that will raise its head. You might have setbacks. But as long as they're not challenging enough to lose focus and you can make adjustments... Don't forget you're still moving forward in this process. So when you look at working through a change, it's almost like a bereavement process really. You're saying goodbye, goodbye to a part of your life. And sometimes that can be a relief and it can be happiness, but also it can make you feel uncomfortable and sad. So we've got four scenarios here, or four case studies, that I just want to explain and use it through the sort of bereavement process of making change. So the first one is Vimler. she just heard rumours in the company that she works for that she'd been bought out by a competitor who's quite cutthroat highly commercial. Peter he's had a partner for years reveals she's fallen in love with somebody else And she wants a divorce. Maria she's deciding whether to leave her career as a corporate lawyer, secure some different qualifications and move away to Portugal teaching foreign languages. And lastly out of the four case studies Jonathan is about to hand his notice in on a well-paid managerial role in a big company So that he can set up his own business, something for himself for the first time. So consider how each person manages the bereavement process. And the processes are under headings. Denial, anger, emotional negotiation, sadness and acceptance. If you're making any change in your life, you will also need to be aware of, of these different areas. So I'm just going to go through some of the, weave the areas in with the with the scenarios that we've just done. You may see comparisons with yourself, but equally the headings and the explanations are important. So the first headings in denial. Wimler is horrified at the takeover. And the initial, she just can't believe it, the initial news, she can't believe it. She thinks of all the reasons why the takeover news can't be true. She just can't come to terms with the fact that a board of directors would sell out. This is a good example of somebody being in denial. Anger. After his initial shock and denial, Peter feels extreme anger towards his partner for for betrayal of trust. He's furious that she's been having an affair behind his back. Negotiating. Maria initially fought against both her need to return a status and her urge to start a new career. She experienced anger that she couldn't have it all and was really frustrated before arriving at a negotiation stage where she accommodated both options in her mind. She comes round to the idea that a break from the law profession is going to be the best thing for her in the long run. So that you can really focus your energies on new goals, qualifications and experiences. Sadness. Jonathan went through denial about how he could ever set up his own business. And then anger in the form of extreme frustration. As his unhappiness. He also experienced negotiating. As an attempt to weigh up his real options clearly, he now feels sadness that he's saying goodbye and a lack of security that has served him for a very long time and then his notice feels like a huge step and he's not ready to look forward to the next stage yet. And the last stage is acceptance, all four finally arrive at acceptance and are ready to let go of the old path. For the possibilities of the new. Even negative outcomes. Vimler does lose a job. Peter does get a divorce. Are easier to bear. Because the people concerned have accepted. And processed. Those outcomes. During their acknowledgement. Of change. So evolving is the next stage. And evolving is broken to th- broken up. Again. Into three different areas. So the headings that we use. With the evolving stage would be start with closure or the end. Number two would be flow through your transition and then finally begin the new. So after you accept that a major change is inevitable and work through the the stages of loss to arrive at acceptance in In whatever direction you've took you'll then begin another journey following the steps we can walk through this period of transition so start with closure or the end accept the passing era of your life you may choose to symbolize it in a different way either by visually or a clear out or even a bonfire i've known clients do paperwork bonfires trips to the tip, various things were objects that you no longer need. You now distance yourself from the past in order to embrace the future. You're probably relieved that you're free to move on but also there's a little bit of fear there as well. So when we look at our case studies in relation to this. Vimler, who lost a job as a result of a company takeover moved through to acceptance with the help of supportive friends and family and networks that she had around her. She realised she couldn't have stayed with her old company, just out of a fierce lo- loyalty. And also, a safety, where actually she admitted she was quite bored by the routine. She was getting quite excited now about fields and moving forward, although she didn't really have a clue on how it was going. But she'd find the confidence to look and get back onto the interview circuit. So the second, one, second area is flowing through your transition. The transition from old to new may be chaotic as you adjust and you discover different consequences to your new choices but your energy rises as you grow in confidence and you become more adaptable and you're looking and seeking in the right path. Even if you don't have all the answers at this stage You may be tempted to stay in this phase for a while. Sometimes for a long time without a definite commitment. Or just just getting the previous journey out of your system. So for some people it's a quick flow through their transitions. For some people it can take quite a time really. Until there's a new start and you start to explore and commit into action. The last and final earlier is to begin anew. So you arrive at the position of certainty and realign yourself with your new goals, new interests, new locations, different things around you. This is a time of high energy It's commitment and action. You feel strong and empowered and can move and look past yourself. The past struggles and challenges are almost a distant memory. To be realistic, th- these three stages can, can be a long time. So when you look at the processes of change and how we process those processes of change, there are various headings, there are various little... Little areas that the academics will look at as a guide. But ultimately, it's about you. So just to summarise, you've got different processes of change in different stages. Starting with awareness. Going through creating a plan. And then you'll go through probably five areas of denial, anger, negotiating, sadness and acceptance. But the final stage is the most powerful. It's getting closure and starting with the end, but then creating your own transition with support usually from external people, friends, family, professionals, until you actually begin anew. The important thing about this process sometimes is creating a diary where you can acknowledge the different phases that you're going through. There needs to be something there for yourself where you can look back over a period of time and understand that either a change in role, a change in job, an opportunity, a divorce, a breakdown of a relationship should not define you going forward. And you create your own system of moving forward at your own pace.